So, hello. Good morning. This is episode 118. Can you believe it's been 18 episodes since we recorded episode 100? This is one of those things that reminds one that one's going to die a lot sooner than one thought. I don't like the fact that there's been 118 weeks, including all the missing weeks that have gone past since we started doing this. There have been very many missing weeks as well. It's a little bit frightening. And you'll click your fingers and then there'll be nothing for eternity. And that's what this podcast teaches you. Anyway, the topic today is, is it about time we had a referendum to decide whether we should still have Europe? Yes, indeed. I'm not sure if I want to be part of a podcast that ignores the possibility of of eternal life. Well, there you are. Uh, Maybe the listeners can decide. They can choose John for the path to eternal bliss or me for nullity. But you would much rather eternal life than I would. That's the strange thing. I'm quite happy with the idea of of nothing. Isn't that an irony? Yeah. Is it an irony? I don't care. Nor do I. Why are you in such a hurry today? Because I'm going on holiday. You said you were very busy. And I just want to make it very clear that, no, you're not very busy. You are inefficient and extremely lazy. You're inefficient and extremely lazy. Somebody who's Mm -hmm. very busy is somebody who's forced to work in a field for 16 hours a day, then has to work, has to walk uh, a return trip of 30 miles to uh, collect a bucket of water on her head, and then has to return home, do all the cooking and tend the animals and so forth, and has barely any sleep. That's busy. What you do is just inefficient and mildly lazy. But I feel busy. I know you feel busy, and that's the tragedy of our modern <laughs> post-late capitalism decadence, isn't it? We don't even feel the true. benefit of our sloth. I know, isn't that rubbish? Although today is, is. T- today is my day off, but because I'm going on holiday this evening, or I'm going down to stay with my parents for the night before I get the plane early in the morning, um, I have to get everything ready. I've got to pack, I've got to go and get a key cut, I've got to do other things I can't remember. Why do you have to get a key cut? Because I'm gonna, I, I always give a key, give the key to a friend uh, when we go on holiday, so he can feed the cat. But it occurs to me, so silly, he may as well just have a key. Yes, exactly. Uh, why do they bother feeding the cat? Because he loves Dexter, like all rational humans. But if your cat is immortal, why does he need to be fed? Because otherwise, he gets sad. Ah, uh, fair enough. Uh, where? How long are you going for your holiday? We are uh, not including the night that my parents were away for four nights. To Nazi land. <laughs> this is the thing. Uh, it, it, we're going to Austria. We're going to Vienna. Um, Nazi land, I said so, yeah. For our first yeah. But it's interesting you say that because the leader, the president of Vienna, spent a year volunteering in, a, in, in, a, in an Israeli-based organisation. Is it seems to be yeah. not, not a Nazi in the slightest. But yeah, it's the I think opposition. I, mm, I, think that, I think that was just, you know... Um, he he was hiding there. No, it's like this, he did this long ago in his past, in his youth, whereas the opposition leader is a far-right-wing Nazi, for sure. You know, but most Austrians are Nazis. Um, they pretended that they were the first victim and all that nonsense, but actually, when you look at their attitudes, they still tend to blame the Jews for most things that go wrong in Austria, even though they killed almost all of them. So, no, no, I can't allow it. Sorry. I'm not sure that's true of all Austrians. I think you may, maybe only eighty percent. Only eighty percent. I'm glad you're willing to concede to that. Yes, I am willing to concede to that. How are you? I've, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've got a bit of tooth problems. You've got a father who's a dentist. He should have been able to sort that out by now. But he's, 
is 200 miles away. While you're going there this evening, you can just pull them out. That's true. I'm going to ask him just to whip them all out with the uh, pliers from the garage. Mm. What what tooth problem do you have? Yesterday, a um a, a very very filled tooth had a chunk fall out, um, and so I had to go to an emergency dentist, and I've got a temporary filling now. But then, unbelievably, on the other side of my mouth, another filling's cracked. So at the same time, why at the same time, and why the day before I go on holiday? What is that all about? You've got bits falling out your teeth. You have what? Usually people have as just bad dreams. Oh, I, bits of my teeth were falling out of my mouth, except with you it happens in reality. I know, but at least it's fillings falling out rather than my entire teeth. That would be... That's, why, do everyone, why does everyone have that dream? I don't know, and then it allows everybody to interpret it in a peculiar way. What it means is there'll be a lot of change in your life. No, it just means you're dreaming about having teeth falling out. Maybe it's because Normally, we, remember, we remember having teeth falling out when we were kids, I guess. Well, normally, yeah, that could be it. Normally, the dream interpretation is it's, it, by these woo idiots is it's to do with money. But, Nick, what do we have we can find out? We've got the dream interpretation book. Oh, yes, the dream interpretation I'm just, book. Go I'm just going to grab it. Okay, that's the dream interpretation book, which we talked about in an earlier episode. We of talked about it in many, many podcast. episodes long yes. ago. It Let's was written in the 50s. and 10,000 dreams and their traditional meanings for... Yes, tradition. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Written by a man who hates women and also and, and, hates joy. And also has a very strong belief in the golden chain of being. There's some things about servants should know their place and so forth, if I remember correctly. That's right. Well, it is, an, it is a, I think, about 100 years old, which is the other. 124, yes. Um, not this particular book, sadly. I'd love to have an original. I would love uh, to have an original as well. Okay, Toothless. Toothless. Mm-hmm. Funny, I say tooth, but toothless. Interesting. Um, To dream that you are toothless denotes your inability to advance your interests and ill health will cast gloom over your prospects. To see see others toothless foretells that enemies are trying in vain to calumniate you. (laughs) What's calumniate? How do you spell it? Calumniate? C-A-L-U-M-N-I-A-T-E. No idea. Wow, a new word. I need to know what these enemies in vain are trying to do to me. Yes, well, in vain, so it's irrelevant what they're trying to do to you. They're they're, they're failing. It's interesting how the dream proves that they're failing as well. That's fun. How do you spell it? T-U... C, C. Charlie. Yep. Charlie Alpha, uh, Lima... uh, I've lost the page now. Bear with me. Um... It's Charlie Alpha Lima uh, uniform. Um, m- oh, you, monkey. Oh, you what? idiot! Ca- calumniate. Uh, I, I said make that, I me- said calumniate out loud. You, you said calumniate, uh, and then I re- calum- then I said or calumniate. Make a calumny. In other words, where you make a, a false and nasty derogatory uh, accusation. Uh, it's uh, funny. That there was a word you didn't know. Uh, it's funny. Oh, and look, Google uses the. Um, Yes, the, 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 the Google Dictionary, Ezra Pound calumniated the Jews over the airwaves. There you go. Bloody Ezra Pound and uh, T.S. Eliot, they were terrible people, who wrote, in my opinion, pretty shoddy poetry. But there you go. Interesting. Teeth. Mm. An ordinary dream of teeth augurs an unpleasant contact with sickness or disquieting people. <laughs> if you dream that your teeth are loose... There will be failures and gloomy tidings. 
If the doctor pulls pulls your tooth, you will have a desperate illness, if not fatal. It will be lingering. <laughs> That's the happiest prediction book in the world. <laughs> I wish uh, uh, horoscopes were like this that predicted fatal illnesses more often. To have it's them the most... filled, you will recover lost valuables after much uneasiness. Oh, right. Well, there you go. There's a mild bit of um, Kind of positive there. after negative. To clean or wash your teeth foretells that some great struggle will be demanded of you in order to preserve your fortune. There are hundreds of these. This is brilliant. To dream that you are having a set of teeth made denotes that severe crosses will fall upon you and you will strive to throw them aside. Oh, dear. If you lose your teeth, you will have burdens which will crush your pride and demolish your affairs. <laughs> To dream all that you in have all teeth... then, good news. Dream... It was all good. To dream that you have your teeth knocked out denotes sudden misfortune. Either your business will suffer or deaths or accidents will come close to you. I had dinner with Adam Huffman last night in Terania, oh, yes. and he was very proud to say that he hasn't listened to this for a long time now. What do you think it is about it that he hated so much? Because he always found a reason to hate it every week. No, but he just says he hasn't listened to it for a long time. He's 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 given us up properly now. He wanted to make sure that you realised. It's good to know. Yeah, so there you are. Poor 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 John isn't listened to by Adam Huffman any longer. Uh, I also had dinner with um, Martin Coxall, Judge who Coxcombe. says he says that who made a judgment and said you were very wrong about um, acupuncture because you were claiming that acupuncture had no efficacy whatsoever and That's he not said what I no at all. nice nice wouldn't have allowed it as an accepted treatment for lower back pain if that were true and nice which is the uh, UK body national institute for clinical excellence which determines whether any treatment has any scientific basis evidence based scientific basis behind it and then will recommend it to the NHS if it does and it has recommended acupuncture as one of those treatments. And but you decided that this was not true, and he pointed out that it was, and you got cross with him. That's that's quite the opposite of what happened. What happened was I said that acupuncture has no more efficacy than placebo, but does have efficacy. I made that very clear. It is an effective treatment because it's an invasive placebo treatment, and therefore people feel like something is happening, and therefore it works. Um, Martin then said, you don't know what you're talking about. You, do, you, you, you think you're cleverer than 200 doctors of nice. Well, obviously, I don't think that. That would be an irrational and stupid thing to think. But what I did do that Martin apparently couldn't was read the document that nice posted, which has all their claims in it, in which they all the studies they describe show that if there's any placebo testing, any sham acupuncture testing that it's no more effective than sham that's what it proves martin are you saying that the judge (laughs) does not read all the documents in his docket i am saying i'm saying he's incapable of passing them apparently because then when we had a screaming row over instant message in which i was asking him just for the love of god to tell me which page number the claims he was making were on in this document and instead of answering he would say you think you're clever and I was like Martin just tell me a page number if you can't tell me a page number this becomes very peculiar and he couldn't and he couldn't and he couldn't and he never did and then I started providing him with the information from the document in which they state either that there were no placebo tests done most of their studies which show the efficacy of acupuncture had no placebo study they the only control they had was no treatment at all and then they on that basis they said it was more effective 
Well, the problem is, how do you placebo acupuncture? Well, there are sham needles, and this is where Martin also got cross with me. Well, you, what are you talking about sham on, needles? No, I agree with Martin. What is a sham needle? Because if you don't buy all the woo of acupuncture, you don't buy meridians and all that nonsense, then there is no such thing as a sham needle. Because what? if Listen. you if the basis is that merely sticking some needle somewhere in your back Listen. is going to confuse the pain nerves, Listen. then then it's very difficult. You'll Listen. agree to actually do a placebo on that. Listen, there are sham needles. They have been developed. I can send you the papers if you want. I was reading them the other day. I sent them to Martin, and funnily enough, it went a little bit quiet after that. Changed, in fact, changed the subject when I sent him that paper. Um, sham needles have been developed over the years. They are, they've been proven in, in good studies to show that patients can't tell the difference between a genuinely piercing needle and the sham needle that doesn't pierce What is the skin. a sham needle? Um, I've, uh, unfortunately, if you've, have you got Simon Singh and uh, Ezra Dirt's uh, trickle treatment? Do you own a copy? Somewhere, yes, but if I don't look, believe... That, someone know, the, again, again it, you're, the, the problem with a sham needle is it begs the question. And the reason why I say that is if a sham needle causes a similar sort of sensation and a similar sort of pain response to a piercing needle, then it begs the question that it is a sham. In other words, if acupuncture's efficacy is caused by an acute and localised multiple uh, pain receptor area... And the sham needle has to do the same, otherwise you wouldn't detect you would be able to detect that it wasn't the actual needle, then you have to admit it's begging the question. No, I what what you have to admit is that having someone poking needles in your back feels like a treatment and therefore people feel like they're getting better. No, There's no, no you, you're missing the, the point. If 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 the sham needle gives the exact same nervous response, which it has to do because otherwise you would tell it was a sham, as a uh, a a normal acupuncture skin puncturing. In other words, the nerves, literally the, the, the pain receptors can't tell the difference because if they could tell the difference, then you wouldn't, then you would be able to work it out. But this therefore, is... This, therefore, this it's is almost my, impossible no. to actually properly um, uh, placebo it. Because it's not like... It's not like a pill where you can put <laughs> cornstarch in a capsule... And the active ingredient in another capsule, and you'll never know. This, you have to cause the body to react in exactly the same way. And therefore, it makes it almost impossible to determine whether it is a reaction or not. Listen, there are two giant problems with your theory. The first is that this idea that uh, disrupting the nerves is unscientific and unevident, and there's no there's no proof for this whatsoever. I'm not saying so this, that there's any evidence for it. I'm saying that if that is the mechanism, then you are not properly placeboing by uh, activating that mechanism in both instances. But you might as well be saying if the disturbance of the chi is the mechanism, then the acupuncture might be effective as well. You may as well. It's just as much pseudo nonsense to say disrupting no. the the nerves. No, it's, there's no, no you're, evidence you're, for this. It's absolutely no, no, rubbish. You're, 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 you're missing the point again. Let us look at more conventional tests. Let us say that uh, in order to test a medicine, you, for example, an anti-inflammatory, you knew that your anti-inflammatory worked in a particular way by lowering, say, cortisol response. And that's how uh, the anti-inflammatory worked. But, and then your placebo also happened to lower cortisol response in another way, but it didn't use the same sort of mechanism, you would then say, oh, well, the pl- that's a placebo. But hold yes. on, you then say, you would do both, are, both are, lowering, are lowering cortisol, and therefore maybe just the action of lowering cortisol, never mind the mechanism that's doing it, is the cause here, 
and therefore it's not a proper placebo. And in that situation, you would test for whether the cortisol levels were being lowered. In the in the acupuncture thing, no one is ever even te- looking into this amazing revelation that poking a needle in your back, your back, which is famously difficult to sense, recognize sensations in. You must have done the test where you get someone to poke, you know, a different number of pencils into your back, and you try to guess how many there are, and you absolutely have no idea. You can't but that detect again, whether there's four but or but five. But that or again three. makes that makes the point quite well. In other words. Um, uh, some sort of acute stimulation of the back, which, you know, whether it's through a sham needle or through an acupuncture needle, has an effect. But it, they, we want some science. Well, why are you so keen to reject any concept of science here? Why are you so keen to say, oh, it's the, it's the magical... You go, oh, it's not no, cheap meridians, but it's the magic of poking in a no, nerve. I am, what I'm keen to say is that this is a very this has not been tested because it can't be tested because you can't actually properly create a placebo this is an abuse of the concept of placebo no, and it I am annoys saying, me I, I am no you are, you're you're still one step for too far back you've got to test for whether the uh the, whether there's any science behind the act of whether the placebo or the acupuncture needle is doing something that's what you need right, to start you 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 for. you now you now don't understand how science works which is a pity because you've what just you just revealed there science science doesn't you don't have to know or prove a mechanism in order to prove efficacy that's not how science and evidence-based medicine works there are plenty of drugs whose mechanism we do not understand at all even common painkillers we don't understand at all the most shocking thing is did you know that we don't really know how general anesthetics work that doesn't Absolutely. mean that they that doesn't mean that a they don't work and b they therefore work by magic what it means is that they're difficult to understand now we do know that lower back acupuncture and similar lower back uh, specific stimulation in the short term reduces Sh- the perception the of term, pain, reduces the perception yes. of pain in the lower back. That is all we can say at the moment. We cannot say anything else beyond that. We cannot say because we don't understand it, it's nonsense, nor can we say um, the placebo has proven beyond a doubt that lower back stimulation in this acute way, doesn't work, it proves that it does. Because, unfortunately, the placebo, in order to do its job, has to stimulate the lower back in a very similar way to the way that acupuncture does. Do you see the problem? We haven't removed... In order for the placebo to work properly, we would somehow have to remove lower back acute stimulation from the equation as one variable and then include it in the other. The problem is we're in a catch-22 because we can't exclude it because it's very easy to detect its exclusion. Now, maybe we could anaesthetize people's backs so you couldn't tell what was going on, but then again, once you've anaesthetized somebody's back, they're not going to feel pain anyway, so we have a problem there. So my point is simply, this doesn't seem to be a case where you can easily placebo out. So anyway, anyone who claims that the case is proven one way or the other or the other, is being unscientific. That's my point. And they don't understand how a placebo should work, and they don't understand the notion of variables in uh, control, CVT, control, variable uh, control type. If you'd only trials. let me speak for five seconds. I so agree. you're wrong, and you're a grotesquely I... ugly freak. Thanks. This is, this is true. I agree that people can't say it's one or the other, which is why I'm fed up of you and Martin saying that it's proven that it works. It isn't. 
it is proven. I think and there's a larger there's a there's a much larger problem here. And that's the use of the word acupuncture, because acupuncture cannot be separated from meridians and cheese and various points. In fact, if you read the paper, they go through in this this giant, nice document. They explain at great length about how the acupuncture was placed into these the gallbladder and this and all these various woo nonsense. It was it's all absolutely listed in there and absolutely validates the bollocks of things like chi and stuff. It's incredibly dangerous and stupid. They need to stop saying acupuncture is effective and they need to start saying we have there is some evidence that lower back stimulation no, is effective. No, nice. Yes, there is of no, course. There is no, they said there's no evidence for meridians, etc. They say that. But the they are the listing them in their evidence and they are using the word acupuncture. We no. need to absolutely cannot use the word acupuncture because that comes with all that other rubbish. Well, that you know I'm right about. You know maybe, I'm right about this. Maybe, maybe it doesn't. Maybe you've just decided it does. Maybe all we mean when we say acupuncture is sticking needles somewhere in a back. No, we don't. It means acupuncturists who spread this lie and spend charge enormous amounts of money and teach people nonsense. I don't know if that's true. I mean, you know, uh, Nice have recommended it. <laughs> I can't believe you're defending acupuncture. It's just ridiculous. Well, Nice have. Why have they? Because they have been enormously dangerous. They What they should have said is we recommend lower back stimulation and not acupuncture, listing all the acupuncture woo nonsense. Maybe Because as maybe far as I can tell, as far as I can tell, NICE are, are recommending chi-based tri- treatments. And if that's okay maybe. with you, then no, I... No, they're I, not. I they, they simply say that there's no evidence for meridians or anything else. They say that in that document, so that's incorrect. Well, they list very carefully the use of the meridians and the various locations in their descriptions of the tests. Mm. I think you're incorrect, but there we are. I think yeah, I also think in... the other major problem is lower back pain is also a massive area of woo. The, a huge proportion of lower back pain is caused by painkiller addiction, and everyone refuses to take this into account when they do these studies. Well, actually, there was a, a, a radio report the other day about how painkillers tend to cause problematic headaches yes laura looked into this report because it looked like so much rubbish and laura looked into it and actually when you take when you go and find the statement from the this is where the whole acupuncture thing came from by the way the headache uh, story and when you go and look into the story and look at the laura looked at the original paper and it had it said absolutely barely said any such thing and it was in the context of people who'd had long-term three-month based headaches and the bbc completely stripped out all the context to make this ridiculous story oh Shot there is on. a by the way, there's a problem with uh, people's understanding of studies and the conclusions of these studies. Yes, of course um, there is. And here, here is one of the biggest problems. When a study says, we noted a significant difference between the two cohorts. In, in English, we think significant means big, very yes. noticeable, um, something worth getting excited about. Whereas, of course, when they say significant, they just mean statistically significant. So, so, so long as there was a a 0.05% increase that could be attributed beyond chance, then that 0.05% increase is significant. Whereas, in reality, that would probably make bugger all difference to your life. For example, if they said, um, and, the, and the, here's, the, the, here's the problem with, for example, taking uh, people who go on low salt diets to lower their blood pressure. And the studies have shown that there is a significant lowering of blood pressure when you go on a low salt diet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what does that? So that sounds like uh, a significant means good 
useful, going to yeah, save your life a kind of recommendation. Whereas it's maybe it's it's one or two points off each number. Exactly. So if you so had it's, it's... if you had 150, uh, if you had 150 over 90, you might have 148 over 87. And it's t- the reason it's statistically s- s- significant is because it isn't. They've tested it over enough people to know that that yeah. They've what I mean they tested it over enough yeah. They've tested it over a large enough number of people and have gotten rid of a large enough number of variables that they can say that that tiny difference is caused by the la- the lack of salt, mm-hmm. not yeah. by anything else, not by the fact that the person happened to be happier that day or had less sugar or whatever. So, so here's, my, here's, my, here's, my question, here's my question for you. Why do you give acupuncture a pass when you don't give homeopathy? Homeopathy has been shown in study after study after study to have efficacy in, uh, uh, equivalent to placebo. So if I give you a sugar pill or if I give you a genuine pill, you can have just as benefit because, effect. And because, on, on, the basis of the, on the basis of this, the NHS has, has homeopathy-based hospitals and, it rec- and recommends and, di- and, and prescribes homeopathy. Why it do doesn't you give anything nice, nice have removed. Nice have uh, removed that. Actually, the reason is very clear. It's extremely... Sorry, sorry, nice have removed it, so nice previously passed it. No, no, nice didn't exist. Uh, until about five, I think it was five, five to seven years ago. Um, the point about homeopathy is it is very easy to do a proper randomized controlled trial with proper placebos. Because as I said, you can just give a capsule, a gelatin capsule full of the homeopathic remedy or full of cornstarch. You will not know the difference when you swallow it. And therefore, there's no argument that you're doing the very thing or something close to the very thing that claims to be the effective treatment. What if the act that's of swallowing what? a pill has a curative effect? What if the sensation on your throat causes your body to release uh, serotonin and improves your health? But that's fine, because then all we say is, uh, then what we're saying is, take a sugar pill every day. That's fine. That's all. We- that You see, that is the... That is the most basic null hypothesis claim that can be made. But you're right. No, you're this talk- is the point. You're saying take a sugar pill. I'm happy with that. But you're also saying use acupuncture, and you're ha- no. which is the woo term. I'm saying, I'm saying, use lower I'm back saying, it, if you have lower back pain, some sort of lower back acute stimulation appears to have some sort of ameliorative effect. That's short term effect, as does as does massage, and as does any number of other woo treatments have short term effects. Well, I don't know whether which effect is more significant or 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 not. I don't know. Are you significant in the in the wrong sense there? Indeed, but short the short term thing is another massive problem with this. I just it it just frustrates me. Yes, I'm I'm and 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 to to put your and Martin's minds at rest. I am not saying that the act of poking needles in someone's back definitely doesn't help. But I am saying saying acupuncture works is a ridiculous and dangerous and stupid thing to do. Well, why don't you write to Nice and tell them that Doctor John? I has did. I in ruled. fact I emailed the, I emailed the doctor dropping the quotes to the BBC and asked him to link me to his evidence. And do you know what? He couldn't. Funnily enough. When you he say he it's couldn't... On, he told me the evidence is on the website. So I wrote back to him saying, the only evidence I can find says it is, it's no better than sham. Am I missing something? He wrote back saying, yes, you are missing something. So yes. Oh, well, so, well if, if that, if you so are there missing... you go. That's all you need to know about him. So if you are missing something, what are you missing? Well, exa- he, he just, you know, funnily enough, he could take the time to reply, but he couldn't take the time to say what. What a surprise. 
But why don't you say, um, I'm in awe of your uh, expertise. Could you let me know in simple terms what I'm missing? I try. I really did try. I said that. Can you tell me what I'm missing? And he said, you are missing something. I don't, you know, it, and it just wouldn't tell me what. And that's the behaviour of, of, of someone who doesn't have evidence. Well, that's the behaviour of somebody who's, who is arrogant and believes in uh, the fallacy of author- argument from authority. Um, a lot of nutrition scientists also do that. When you ask them for the evidence that saturated fat with your heart attack, they tend to say the same thing and they won't ever get you the evidence that you need. So, yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that many times before, but there you are. Indeed, it's just of concern. Well, let's talk about something else. OK, let's talk about something nice. Mitch Romney. Oh, lovely Mitt Romney. Our, our weekly Mitt Romney roundup. Mitch, it's not going Mitch, well, is it? Mitch Mitch Romney. Is that, is that his new trendy redesign to Mitt 2.0 yeah. name? Willard. It's not his name is Willard. well, has it? The last week since we last talked about him. No, it's, it's funny. We, we should do our, our weekly Willard roundup. <laughs> yes. So he's, um, he's, um, interestingly, yeah, he's you this... defended him. Yes, I did. I was famously saying how great Mitt Romney was. What? No, no. But when I spoke to you about it, you defended him and said it wasn't that bad and he could get out of no, it. No, I didn't say it... anything of the sort. I said it doesn't matter. I said what I said was he could grab a baby, throw it on the ground and stamp on it and it still wouldn't hurt his reputation with Republicans, is what I said. Mm. Yes, but I think that that talk was dangerous and not for the 47% things, because a lot of Americans will lap that up and say, yes, I'm not part of the 47%. I'm part of, I'm part of Ayn Rand's nice Nazis. No, good <laughs> Nazis, not Nazis. She didn't believe in niceness at all. Except, of course, when she used Medicare to pay for a cancer treatment later on in life. <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, but uh, my, I, and, and you, didn't, you didn't seem to get the point. Um, I think this was most damaging with regard to what he said about Latinos. Now, you said, but he was nice about Latinos. He said he wished he were a Latino. Actually, Nick, probably I was, were Nick, I, probably I, said, I was, Nick, I was he wished he, he wished he was a Latino. But no, but your point was Nick, I, actually... I was, jo- I was joking, Nick. But yeah, I think your point was actually it's not that damaging about Latinos. He was... Whereas I think it's basically saying Latinos are entitled whiners who just play the race card in order to achieve what they want to achieve, was what he was saying. You I think, agree? yes, that was what he was saying. But again, I think the problem was he didn't just say that. And for it to actually hurt him, he needs to have just said those things. What he said was, in the tiniest, vaguest way, slightly nuanced. And because of that, people will just ignore it. People will, but will Latinos, because Latinos already have a problem with the Republican Party and vice versa. Is this going to help or hinder that problem? I think, hopefully it will hinder, but it's got to be it's got to be spun by the press in the right direction for that to work. You see, the Republican Party has spun. What I'm saying is, it can be. He said at this talk, "I wish my parents had been Latino." You can spin that pretty heavily in the other direction if you want to. So then it would be easier for me to win this thing. Yeah, yes, but no, but you could. You don't need to say that. You need to say he's so keen on Latinos, he wishes he were one. You know, it's <laughs> yes, not difficult to, be, to spin it, is it? Y- You'd have to be an idiot to take that context. Not if you're just told that. Most, are don't you forget saying most that Latinos will... are idiots? Yes. Don't forget that oh, most people enough. will never actually watch the original video. They'll just hear the video being talked about on, in the press. So if they hear the video talked about in the context that he said he wished he were Latino. Hmm. I watched you the video. I mean? Did you I watch watched the video? video? Yes, I watched the video. Did you enjoy it? No, I didn't enjoy it. It's interesting how he feels when he's with his rich friends, how much more comfortable he is. 
than when it he was, is yes, with it was, the scummy people. It was very people. interesting. And I love the fact that waiter, the, uh, the, I, so there was a tweet being going around saying that he should get the biggest tip any waiter's ever received. No, but also, uh, somebody made the point, my God, what must he have said just before the waiter turned on the recording to stimulate him to do so? <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes. So anyway, we all in this room know that we hate Negroes, but let's talk about <laughs> Latinos now. <laughs> Click on, on with the recording. It's it, So I just I hope it does lots of damage, just because obviously he's a horrible human being. And um, Is he a human being? Be. Oh, so actually, watching the, that, did you see that? Um, did I link you to that that YouTube video? Was it you who linked it to me? The YouTube video of just someone cutting together all his attempts to be human. Oh, was it the infinite sadness of the, Mitt yes, Romney? Yes, the infinite sadness of Mitt Romney. Yeah. Everyone should look that up. Yes, but it was what's wonderful is he goes. Uh, my favorite bit of all that, of course, when he goes on about how he's very happy about the fact that the trees are the right height. Yes. in this particular state that's fine but my favorite thing is when he walks into it looks like i don't know the lounge of an old age home or something like that or a or or, or a canteen of the old age home or and there are the people who are sitting around listlessly clearly not doing much in a very very dull room and he walks in and goes oh my gosh look in here what's happening here wow and you know he kind of switches on his I'm entering a room with an interesting vibe and I'm I've caught the interesting vibe mode but it's completely mismatched with the actual dull listless context of the room and he continues to do it it really does look like an 80s movie where um, there's a, an alien trying to act human and getting into all these hilarious circumstances well somebody does say that yes he he keeps trying to work out what it means to uh, react in a humane and human way to these strange flesh bots. <laughs> He's a disturbing figure. Oh, please don't let him win, Nick. He won't win. But when Condoleezza Rice stands with a Latino Veep, she'll win. It's a surprise she didn't go this year, but maybe she's just thinking she does you know it's obviously very trepidatious to go into this race as a woman and maybe it's too close for sarah palin for that horrendous yeah. comparisons can you imagine condoleezza versus hillary that would be an interesting race yeah mm. i think i prefer yeah. condoleezza <laughs> she's a formidable lady and she's a lesbian i didn't know that. although she's, that... well, she's she's not allowed to admit it obviously but yes she a confirmed spinster Right. Mm. Rice, not right, no. <laughs> right wing. But no, she's mm. she's comes she comes across um she comes across very sensible and that's kind of, that's very appealing in American politics. Mm. Uh, you'll have some Americans writing in to your blog forum now saying how evil she is and in fact she's not sensible. And well, she's, she's a Republican she's certainly been, problems. Yeah. And she's certainly been very hawkish, but she does well, she suggests that she's actually properly academically intelligent, which is rare for a Republican. Mitt Romney certainly isn't. He's just wily at best uh, and evil at worst. But she actually gives the impression of being genuinely up there on her brief, so to speak, which is which is appealing, even if she then uses that power for evil in the end. One at least wants an intelligent evildoer rather than a stupid, bumbling evildoer. She also has the advantage of having appeared to be someone trying to moderate W, and then resigning oh, talk, in the talking wake of about, evil. Talk, talking about stupid, bumbling evildoers, yep. uh, I assume you've seen your your friend Nick Clegg's uh, quote apology. apology video quote. Did you watch it? 
I did watch it, yes, and I watched the uh, the the remix with the, um, the, vo- the the vocoded version, and I saw the version with the subtitles telling the truth, which is my favourite. Yeah, the uh, do you know something awful? What's that? Nick Clegg says he really enjoyed the auto tune version, and oh, he's no. given permission, and he's given permission for it to be put on iTunes for a charity single. Because he's, you know, he's such a he's such a good bloke, isn't he? He is such a good bloke. This is the thing. Uh, is that's what I... I preferred the um, the subtitle version because they were very very accurate. Yeah. So two no a year and a half ago, there was a town hall meeting in Bath, and Nick Clegg came along, mm-hmm. and obviously most people were just very very angry about all the broken pledges. Um, yes. And he was just spinning and spinning and spinning. And we talked about this on Rumblings before, I know. But yeah. um, my question to him was, have you felt, since you came into power, have, is there anything about which you felt shame? Yeah. And he bumbled and mumbled and talked a load of rubbish for a very long time and then tried to move on to the next person. And I didn't let him. And I said, no, is there anything about which you felt shame? And He, he has he, such a fat face. He hesitated and with it and then eventually just went, no. So it's very interesting that now suddenly he does. Now he's suddenly yeah. sorry about this thing, whereas a year and a half ago, just after he did it, he wasn't at all sorry. And I remember what he's sorry about is making a pledge which he wasn't, he suddenly realised he wasn't 100% able to keep when he came into power. Oh, yes, he was, of course he, he was making pledges from the luxuries of, of opposition, obviously. No, no, but, no, but that, 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 of course, is a complete and total lie. Because... When the coalition were putting their agreement together, one of the options that the Conservatives gave the Liberal Democrats and they took was that in the vote they could abstain. Yes. And they chose not to. The Liberal Democrats chose not to. It's absolutely fascinating, isn't it? So his apology is therefore a lie. Yeah, because absolutely. even after he came into coalition, it's not, oh, I was forced to come into coalition and therefore I couldn't, I was forced not to keep my promise and that's a very sad thing and I shouldn't be so lovely and naive in making promises in future unless I know I'm absolutely certain I can keep them. <clears throat> now, that's not true because he was given an opportunity to at least partially keep his promise and that is to abstain, um, not to vote at all. And he chose... Nick Clegg chose instead explicitly to break his promise. He chose explicitly to break his promise. He didn't choose to take the more honourable path. He chose to take the explicitly dishonourable path. He wasn't pushed onto it. He He chose to walk that path. So this apology, in my mind, makes him a more despicable figure because it's another lie. The pledge was the first lie. This is now another lie that's almost as big as the pledge itself. And it's such a weedy, obvious, oh, you know, please. And then also the spin that came out saying his advisors told him not to do it. I don't believe that for a second. That's utter rubbish. And all the news just immediately responded. Oh, and he's doing it even though his advisors said not. No, if his advisors said not to, it wouldn't have happened. And all and all the news uh, headlines saying things like, "Oh, he's shown some courage to do it." And e- you know, even if you disagree with him, you must admit that this is an unusual circumstance. It's so unusual to see a politician admit he's wrong. It's so unusual to see a politician mm-hmm. say he's sorry. Isn't this refreshing? This is more of the Nick that we knew before the like blah 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 blah. Yeah. 
It's horribly calculated creature. Yeah, mm. and it, hopefully it just won't work. Hopefully, you know, because the problem, the reason politicians don't apologise is because stupid people think it means they're weak. Mm. Um, so hopefully, stupid people will think it means he's weak <laughs> and won't vote for him for that. And hopefully, everyone else will just and not stupid people will just see through it for the nonsense it is. Well, it's it's he's appealing to his own party there isn't he people in his own party who were disillusioned for him he wants to say look guys i'm saying i'm sorry let's draw a line under it you know that phrase a lovely phrase <laughs> do let's you know what i hated most about the video under it. what do you know what i hated most fat, about the video fat 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 smoking face that's it's not what. his it's not his face because i've got a fat face too so you know no but he's got more evil fat face it's the fact that he had his open collar that's what i hated most about that video but he's just he's just this bloke you know He's this exactly he's this calculated old oh, commentator. Nick, take your tie off for five minutes while we record this video. It's just so, he's just this ooh. bloke, you know. He's trying his best. He's a, he's a dad. He's trying his best. He's just a guy from down the pub, like a kind of guy that you might meet one day in the street. He's trying his best, you know. With massive look, amounts he, of money and was used to be a Tory. He 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 didn't. Uh, and whose dad got him his first uh, job in a corrupt industry? He didn't know <laughs> that there was a recession on when he took the gas. Exactly. There's no way they could have known the financial situation. It was f- when they got into power, Nick. That's when they found out how much worse it was and realised that what they needed to do was actively vote to put up tuition fees. Yes, ex- actively vote rather than abstain. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And let's not forget when you say to appease his party, he's like. Not really, because how many didn't vote? How many did abstain? How many didn't join in the vote? I know my bloody politician didn't uh, abstain. Oh, how is your politician these days? Is he doing a good job with the squirrels? Don't hear a word. Haven't heard a, a, a squeak from him for a while. He certainly never replies to tweets inquiring as to uh, questions asked of him. He did vote to destroy the NHS, though, didn't he? As far yes, as I of remember. course he did. Despite the fact that he likes to make a lot of noise about how he's fighting to save various hospitals, he then voted to destroy all of them. I, I asked him on Twitter what the rationale was this uh, behind this, but he didn't have time to reply. But uh, no, he was too busy talking about. Was it the squirrels or is it some other little animal? Seagulls, seagulls, seagulls. I think about Has he has he dealt with the seagulls now? No, the gull the gull initiative hasn't come into place. <laughs> the gull initiative. <laughs> oh goodness gracious me! There well, look, we it's time for, it's time for me to go on holiday now. No, it's time for you to go to your parents and have your tooth fixed first. I hope, well, hopefully not. But anyway, it's, so there won't be a rum doings next week because I'm on my uh, second honeymoon. And then maybe we can actually have an in-person rum doings oh, for I a change so. after. Come down I'm to London to... after your holiday, John. Say again? Come down to London after your holiday. Well, I am. We'll, I'm, going we'll, we'll be, I'm going to be in London. Um, I may be able to do the Saturday after I get back. But if not, definitely the weekend after I'll be in London for that too. Excellent. Well... Hopefully we can do a recording where we're drinking. I, I must say that somebody uh, probably about six months ago now sent us all sorts of lovely liquors and various other peculiar things from Japan. Can we check the lid and, for needle holes, please? And we've basically done... Yeah, we've basically ignored that. We haven't had any alcohol in about six months now. We've been on the wagon. So we've got to... I'll tell you what, here's an idea. Mm-hmm. Sh- you need, you'll need to stay over to do this. I'm, I know you hate doing that, but you're going to have to. Shall we? Uh, shall we see what happens if we actually genuinely get slightly trolleyed? Not not completely no. like an idiot. Just slightly trolleyed, and then see what happens when we record one of these to see what I happens. Don't, I, I, think I, you, I hate it. You you might tell the truth. It, no. <laughs> do I not tell the truth? The mask will slip. Oh, you're. 
<laughs> I, reckon, I really, I really detest feeling any effects of drunkenness. And I, the other day I had a bit too much of liqueur and I just felt miserable and wanted it to go away straight away. Because like Romney, your mask slips off and then your true hatred for all the poor people <laughs> comes That's true, that's out. what happens. I start railing against the poor. No, it just yeah. I just feel very uncomfortable and my anxiety flares up and I'm and, and I'm unfortunately no masks slip, I just become just grumpy. You always are grumpy. I am often grumpy, this is true. But there's lots to be you're grumpy about grumpy. in fairness. If you weren't grumpy I'd be very suspicious of someone. No, but people think that you're this kind of cheery chappy, but actually you're far grumpier than I am generally. I'm not sure I've that's true. That. I think you're a very grumpy person too. I think that's probably why we're friends, is we're both capable of being very grumpy. <laughs> both grumpy, nasty people. That's right. Okay. Goodbye. Enjoy your honeymoon in Nazi land. In Nazi try German, to, Nazi Austria. Try, try not to exterminate any races while you're there. I'll do my level best, but I'm not promising anything. Cyclone B. Au revoir.